What can you squeeze into 30 minutes? This time, him, Mark, and me, David, are gonna do a whole lot of squeezing. In this end of days episode, bubble, bubble, and hubble trouble. A whole lot of love for America, and boy, do they need it at the moment. And what's flying off the shelf quicker than Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina-smelling candles? We'll be seeing Red, Big Mac, and a spaffing weekend on the almost 30-minute quiz show. Hello. Hiya. How's it going? Can you hear me? Well, I think what we... Hello? What Hello? We, Are these mics working? Testing, 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 one, two, three. Testing. And next time, please don't make me say Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina-smelling candles four times just to test the mic. We are very excited because we're going to be stopping recording in about 10 minutes time yes. and watching one of the biggest soccer football games of the year for you and me. And for no one else really. Yeah, it's a half empty stadium it, by the sound of it. The Carabao Cup final and our team Manchester City are probably about to lose to Aston Villa. Although we have won it for the last two years. so Five, five in the last seven I think. Something like that, or yeah. four in the last six. This will be five in seven. That would be nice. If it actually happens. So we've got about three, four minutes before we uh, open our Blue Moon beer. There's an ad for you. Oh, you got some. Got two bottles of Blue oh, Moon beer. Oh, excellent. I'm tight-fisted, so you only get one each. But you're driving, so... I'll just have it with lemonade. Exactly. As a shandy. shandy. Um, so, uh, what else do we need to say? Our microphone. Trips? Well, you said microphone. But I haven't said, these are our new microphones that came in the post. Our $20 microphones. I'm very impressed. It's not bad. They came from America, but they are made in China. Yes, so we washed them and then disinfected them before we started. Which is why it sounds a bit... That's not why it sounds like that, David. <laughs> Put your trousers back on. Oh, stop. What else have we got to say? How's, how's your last two weeks been? Yeah, great. Apart from everybody around the world seems to be panicking at the moment. It's, it's quite freaky out there. People are dying as well. Not many. But people die every day. But, Isn't that Monty Python? Yes. But Don't get so sentimental, mother. You, you've got to understand that this virus thing is very similar uh, in relation to the common cold and flu. Mm -hmm. And people die from the common cold, believe it or not, and flu far more regularly than people are kicking and the bucket much, from this. much, much larger numbers. Absolutely. But I don't think it spreads as quickly. I think this is the thing is, this has made its way around the world really quickly because we travel everywhere. Yeah. And pe people are starting to panic. I mean, no one quarantines themselves if they've been somewhere where there's flu. Right. Whereas you go to Northern Italy now, mm -hmm. it's like going to quarantine. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk a lot more about this further on in, uh, in the pod in one. And what potentially could be our last ever episode. Yes. If, if you and I meet anybody from Italy. So I've written my will. And I, I want you to know you can have all of our recordings. Have you actually recently written your will? No, I keep talking about it. We, we keep talking about it and never get around oh, to we, it. We, did, we sort of did it last week. Oh, sort of. What, with a lawyer and everything? Well, we went to a lawyer and said, this is what we'd like to do with all our money. Mm. And she said, you haven't got enough money to pay my bill. And that was the end of it. We went to see a lawyer a long time ago and have done absolutely nothing since. It's crazy. Yeah, we haven't actually signed it yet, but it's, well, it's be, being prepared. At the time, we had under-18s at home, and that was the main thing, was if anything happens to us, what do you do with, the, what do you do with your 18-year-olds? Who looks after them? He's still got an under-18, Yeah, but he's almost there. Yeah. So, you know, if, if we were to... Let him fend for himself now. Absolutely. Sod off. Um, got any questions? Or do you want to say subscribe at this point? Well, I, I think 
subscribe. See, we've had the same number of subscribers for a few weeks. I know. We had that one Our listener numbers are growing, but yes. our subscriber numbers, people click on that subscribe button. And also if you're on Apple or any of the other good podcast sites like Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Castbox. Yes. Anymore? Yeah, loads. Write, write a nice review. Give us a score. Well, that's a really good idea. Because apparently that, that will help more people find us. Okay. And, um, Fi- and spread fi- the word quicker than a virus. And find us keepers. Questions. Questions. Who's doing question one? You. Me? You Ooh. always do question one, and we try to get you the rude ones. Yeah, especially after you've made me say vagina four times. I haven't made you say it once. You've said it three times. That was your choice. You, no, you said, told me stop. Yeah, well, you didn't I mean, no, to. no one's going to hear me saying stop unless we do yes. this. One day we're going to release the uncut version of this. That would be about five hours. Right. Go question for number one. Yeah. Which film starred Arnold Schwarzenegger as Jericho Kane and Gabriel Byrne as Satan? Question number two. Which of these is the correct quote from Macbeth? Double, double, toil and trouble? Bubble, bubble, toil and trouble? Or hubble, hubble, toil and trouble? That'd be a good one for you because there's only three answers. Um, you, you might have a chance of getting it in three guesses. Choice. Yes. Question number three. What is special about Mitchell's Palace in Mitchell, South Dakota? Question four. Why do surgeons wear green? And question number five. Which fast food chain was founded by Ray Kroc? Stand by for the answers. Question number one. Which film starred Arnold Schwarzenegger as Jericho Kane and Gabriel Byrne as Satan? Jerry... Jericho Kane? Jerry or Jer- Kane. Oh, not Jerry no, Cocaine. No, Jerry Cocaine. That's the way I heard Jerry it. Jerry Cocaine. It's <laughs> a clever name, actually. Maybe that was Jerry, the whole point. Well, he was, wasn't he? He was the, the, the mayor of, where was it? The, no, the governor, governor of, of California. Governor of California, so it fits. Um, okay. Clint Eastwood was mayor of Carmel. That's the one. I don't know. Terminator? No. Call of Duty? No, not Call of Duty. It, it, was, it, was, it actually was a reasonably big hit at the box office. It took like $210 million, kind, but... Kindergarten Cop. I don't know, I don't know. Have you heard of the film End of Days? I have not. There you go. So the film was called End of Days. Which is a superb way of introducing our first topic tonight. I actually didn't know that yes. was a film. Because this is our End of Days episode, sort of. It, well, it's absolutely. You've got people out in the streets now, ringing the bells, screaming, bring out your dead. Lock up your daughters. Well, lock yourself up mainly. Basically, yes. Don't fly anywhere. It is. Don't it, go anywhere. It's an incredibly... School shutting down. You know, you talk about s- signs in the sky. Mm. So as I pointed out to people over the UK uh, two, three days ago, Venus and the moon appeared to be kissing each other, touching each other. And I didn't know if that was a portend of the end of the world or something like that. You're looking at me weirdly, as if I said something peculiar. Portend. Oh, it's a good word. No, I like it. Yeah, yeah. I like oh, it. Somebody on Facebook today used the word mendacious. And I, I looked it up. I've seen that. I've heard that word before. Portend's not yes. been used since about 1882. Right. I, so I said about mendacious, I thought it was a group of hills in Somerset. So why are we really talking about the end of the days? Because it feels like we're, we're at an end of an era or... We've gone back in time somehow to... There there are some tremendous things happening around the world, be they for good, be they for the bad. Are we in messianic times? Are we talking about the second coming? Are we talking about the destruction of the earth? Um, And and the true sign came last night. Which was? Liverpool lost 3-0. 
<laughs> For those who don't know, Liverpool um, is not, a, well, it is a town, the home of the Beatles. city. It is a city in the northwest of England, 39 miles from our sort of native Manchester. Apart um, from the fact I'm a Londoner, but yeah. Yeah, but your adopted home. And Liverpool... I wasn't adopted. I was put under guardianship <laughs> when my parents died. <laughs> Poor orphan. Liverpool Football Club, uh, probably uh, outside of Manchester United, certainly in the UK, is the biggest thing. And in, in terms of sort of globally, they've won five, or was it six now, Champions League? I believe six. Six Champions League. So Which behind means, Real Madrid, they, they are, are the most successful team in European football. And in terms of finances, which of course is what the, the ownership cares about, they are also tremendously successful on that front as well. They've uh, you know, been doing redevelopments. They've brought in uh, a tremendous coach in, uh, what's the called? Jürgen Klopp. Jürgen Klopp, Jürgen Klopp which they, is a great name. Klopp. Klopp. Are they his real teeth? Uh, they are, but I think they've been polished to within an inch of their life. He's always smiling with them, but, but he, he, he's got that sort of crazy glint, but he's proven over the years to be the tremendous manager. I would argue even more successful than, than our own Pep Guardiola in terms of he, he's never had the most money, the biggest squad, yeah. and yet he's I mean, he's not done it on the cheap, however, but, but he's found the right players consistently and he has a style of football that means Liverpool, up until last night, I think had won 26 and drawn one out of 27, which, which has no one's ever Edward come close, close to that. Even City recently, who got 100 points and 99 points, yep. have not got through a season and like were, that. And there was a famous team called the, well, they're known as the Invincibles of Arsenal. From 2003-04. And they, how many games did they win? Yeah, they drew 12 and therefore won 26. Right. Uh, and, and, you know, everybody over the last two years when people were raving about Manchester City said, but the Invincibles are a better team. But now Liverpool have eclipsed both. Or were about to because Liverpool losing last night means that despite having gone 442 days between defeats in the top division are not going to go through the season unbeaten and there were a lot of Arsenal fans who've got very little to cheer about last night who were going isn't that a wonderful result which is a bit sad in a way that that's the only thing they have to cheer and so listeners when we refer to the end times and the end of days you can put coronavirus aside because Liverpool lost the game of football Question number two. Which of these is the correct quote from Macbeth? Double, double, toil and trouble, bubble, bubble, toil and trouble, or hubble, hubble, toil and trouble? I always thought it was bubble, bubble growing up, but apparently it's not. What is it? Which one do you think it is? Isn't it bubble, bubble, toil and trouble? That's see, No. Is, what is it? Double, double? It's double, double. Oh, I don't know. I studied Macbeth so many times. Anyway, this is just by way of introduction to our real question. Which comes from a listener, Andy, in Cumbria, which is the Lake District, up in northern England. Andy, over to you. Hey up, greetings from up north. My question is based on something that entertains me to death, and it also slightly alarms my other half, so I quite like talking about it. At a time when a new Star Trek spin-off has just appeared on the telly, I have to ask why Edwin Hubble and Albert Einstein might be spinning at varying rates in their graves and not necessarily in the same direction. So there you have it. That's the, the Hubble-Hubble thing. So Hubble and Einstein, any ideas why they'd be turning in their grave? Is that for the right podcast or <laughs> for Science Monthly? All I'm going to say is it's very nice that we have somebody intelligent listening to our might be intelligent, but I think he's just pressed send to the wrong address. Um, Hubble, 
I know Hubble's a telescope. Right, and Einstein's... Is a scientist. Relativity. Relatively scientific. Are anyway. they related? Hubble and Einstein. Yeah. Maybe on the mother's side. Right. Um, I, I, I'm lost here. So what did the Hubble telescope look at? Lots of far things, didn't it? Like really, really, really far things. You know when you play Trivial Pursuit yeah. and there are six options? Yes. I never pick science and nature. And I yeah. just want you to know that. But this, that was in the 1980s. Right? And I still haven't. And science was new then. Okay, so Hubble, I think, is looking far away. And, and what's his name was looking at time. What was it? MC... E equals MC squared. Right. What was E? E indoors. M, M, was, the, was, the, M was the mother. You know you always say I'm the intelligent one who yeah. knows things. Uh, no you, 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 you've now right. found my limit. E, e is E indoors. M was the mother in Mass. M was. Can I finish? M was the mother in the Wizard of Oz. And C is a. Uh, yes, I've no idea. So there's something connecting the two. Sorry, I've just had a message from my wife saying, "Have you eaten?" All right, I'm guessing it's something to do with an ever-expanding universe, as they sang in uh, Monty Python's Meaning of Life. Did it have anything to do with the, the, the world spinning round? I don't know if it's the world spinning round or the, the galaxy, spin, the universe spinning round. By the way, if the sound quality is a bit different, it, it's not the microphones. You've got Carlsberg virus and yes. the first symptom is your hearing goes. Shall we, shall we listen to the answer then from Andy? Please put me out of okay. misery. Yeah, here we go. Andy, over to you for the answer. Astrophysics has been feeling a bit rattled because it seems that Edwin Hubble, the one that the Hubble Space Telescope is named after, might not have been exactly correct when he worked out the rate that the universe is expanding at. He did that in the 1920s and he was a bit on the slow side they reckon now. But he might have been right then. It's all very alarming if you think about it too much, unless you're a theoretical physicist. Some set about remeasuring and found that the universe is expanding faster than Hubble thought, so that's a spanner in the works. But at least the new measurements, because there were two or three, they weren't that far apart. So I think they've kind of agreed on an average for the time being. But there's another spanner in the works. Recently, a nice lady from Imperial College London theorised that expansion is actually accelerating. So Hubble might have been right once, and the new lot might have been right once for a few minutes or so. People who actually really know what this woman's talking about have given her $100,000 to continue her work, while Hubble rotates, doubtless, at a fixed rate in his grave. But wait a minute, let Einstein join Hubble in that spinning session, because his theory of general relativity predicted that the expansion should be slowing down. This is where we all slap our foreheads and pull a face like Dr McCoy on Star Trek and assume the Marvin miserable face to say... I've got this terrible pain in the diodes down my left-hand side. Well, perhaps the next episode of Picard will take my mind off it. Make it so. Thanks very much indeed for that, Andy. Mark, any, any thoughts after that science stuff? Next person who sends one in, can they make it a bit easier? What I will say is it's very nice that he talks about Star Trek, the um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and a couple of other things and as Picard, well. And Picard, which is yeah. now available on Amazon. Absolutely. So thank you for that. We get that bit. It was just the science we didn't understand. Andy, thanks very much indeed for your question. If you would like to send us a question, you can do so via our email, which is almost30quiz at gmail.com. Question number three, and we join you live after Manchester City have won the Carabao Cup for the third time in a row and the fifth time in seven years. Just. Just. Just, but... Well, no, just won it. I, I just want to congratulate Phil Foden on being the man of the match. Was he? Definitely. By, by Anyway, nobody cares apart from people who care about Manchester City. Even though this is a 30-minute quiz show, and when we started, the game hadn't kicked off. 
Absolutely. After I, about 15 minutes of the quiz show, the game is over. I would like to point out that, that Phil Foden that we just mentioned is known as... Phil. The Stockport Messi. That's how good he is. I'm just known as Messi. Yes. If you see my desk at work. Question number... Question number three. What is special about Mitchell's Palace in Mitchell, South Dakota? Is it an eatery? Nearly. Is it a casino? Oh, do that noise again. Is it a casino? No. So it's almost an eatery. Is it something naughty? No. It's just something odd. Odd and American. Gas station? No. No, I really, really, really I don't, got don't no actually know what it is. It's a building, yes. but it's made entirely of corn. Yeah. So you can eat it. Dried corn, I assume. Mainly, yeah. Because if it was... There's a couple of tins of, like, green giant. Oh, the... it's made from corn or from cans? I assume, corn. No, corn. 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 Okay. You're a stalker. Am I? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> non sequitur. You're a nonce. <laughs> if we're doing insults. <laughs> but why are we asking that particular question? Because today's listicle is fun facts about America. Ta -da 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 -da. Not sure you could beat that one about a house made of corn, though. So we've got seven, I think, that we're going to go with. Yeah, because America's sort of fun, but only seven facts worth of fun. And we want to thank Cheat Cheat for these particular seven in our listicle. You can go first. And me first? Yes. Apparently, there is no official language spoken in the United States, but there are 350 languages spoken in America, which means... One in every thousand people? No, one in every million. No, I can't About do this. A million. One in a million. One, one, one in every two presenters of this show is crap with maths. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> or is it one in one? Well, you don't do science. I don't do maths. You Sporking. don't do science either. Uh, I noticed no. you were a bit nonplussed yeah. by the Hubble. Well, at least I'd heard of Hubble. I'd heard of Hubble. All right. And double, bubble, toilet. Trouble. Okay. Fact number two. One in eight Americans has worked at McDonald's at some point in their lifetime. McDonald's hires over a million Americans every year. Is it the same people working there over and over, or is it just different well, people? I don't know. If it was the same people and they hired another million every year, McDonald's would be quite crowded. Fair point. Number three. Cows outnumber humans three to one in Montana. It's a bit like sheep in New Zealand. I wouldn't know. Apparently so. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yes. Number four. 40% of babies born in America are born to unmarried mothers. And that compares to 3.8% in 1940. Interestingly, it reached 10% at the end of the 1960s. And then, boom, and I can go on about permissive society. And what kind of curve is that, statistically? Mr. Bell. Is it a bell end? <laughs> is it a bell curve? I've no idea. Oh, goodness sake, you just wanted me to say bell end. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> we have a limit of bell ends on this show. Uh, oh, that was it. Uh, and point number five one in three Americans is obese. I thought it was three in one American. Uh -huh. <laughs> Do you know how much that costs the economy in healthcare in, in obese related disease care? Probably nothing because they make it back in tax from McDonald's. Good point, well made. $315 billion. That was like. One billion dollars per person. I'm trying to think how long I would have to work to earn that. But. It's quite remarkable. One in three people. There's something seriously wrong with the education system in America. Public health. Talking of public health. Yes. Sir. Fact number six. It is legal for children under the age of 18 to smoke in 49 states of America. Which is the one 
that it's illegal. The one where you can pretty much do everything else, including gambling and whoring. Have, whoring and That's quite amazing. So Nevada. Nevada. The interesting thing is it's illegal to buy the cigarettes. Yes. So you have to get your mate who's over 18 to buy them for you if you want to puff. Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. And finally, number seven, Kansas produces enough wheat in a year to feed the whole planet for two weeks. Outstanding. It's a lot of wheat. Drum roll, please. Question number four, Mark. Question number four, Mark. Four, Mark. Good job, my name's not Skin. <laughs> Question number four, Skin. Why do surgeons wear green? Does it go with the handbag? <laughs> they wear green and they wear blue, and some of the staff these days wear purple as well. But the main surgery colours when you go in, not that I've been in surgery too often, tends to be green or blue. Well, Apparently you... they used to wear white historically. Right, but then it makes a mess with the blood and it's harder to wash up. What do you reckon the real reason is? Well, you sort of got it there. Go on. They wear green so that you can see the blood. Do you so think white would show up the blood? Yeah, more? the problem was white blended in against the walls in the background and was a bit too Because they distracting. had re red walls? No, they had white walls in... Theaters. Oh, I see. So they decided to go for a slight contrast in green. Because the person, the, the surgeon, actually sort of disappears into the wall. Yeah. <laughs> in the middle of surgery, they sort of stop. It's like the Invisible Man until some blood <laughs> spurts out, and then they're like, there's this blood <laughs> the, spot. The going. scalpel's just flowing through the air. Yeah, you think, <laughs> that's fantastic. Episode of the Poltergeist. Oh, my good Lord. Um, which brings us on to... Our review section. <laughs> I have to hand it to you. This is superb. Go on. Because we're talking about the end of days, and the reason, one of the reasons we're talking about the end of days is coronavirus. <gasps> For our review section, we yes. decided to look at the best masks available <laughs> <laughs> to prevent coronavirus. One has to also, of course, point out that many of the best, ma best masks are no longer available because of panic buying. And, and prices have gone up to like £100 a mask for some of these masks. But you have gone and had a look at what is out there. Yes, Mainly thanks to the Daily Mail, which is, as ever, full of crap. I found a couple of very interesting in, articles. In this case, full of mucus and spittle and other things. And other respiratory problems. Yes. Starting from the most effective down to the least effective. Go for it. If you're out there for a good mask, you want the mask respirator with filters, which is currently available from Screwfix and only £29.99. And for our American listeners, about $30. $30 and for our... Hong Kong listeners, Hong Kong. about 11,000, I don't know. But uh, it does look very impressive. It's got a machine on it. It's got a scan code. Yeah, this it. is quite a visual thing, so you'll have to bear with us a bit. It's a bit Darth vader -y. Imagine a Darth Vader mask in the bottom half of that. The, bo the bottom half? Yeah. I'm your father. What, how do you feel when you see people on the bus or the train wearing masks? Have you seen many people around doing that? Um, well, I work in hospitals, so oh. I see it on a very regular <laughs> basis. Um, but uh, uh, do, you think it's, it, do you think it's sensible, or do you so think it's like traditionally? I have never known if that person is sick and is worried about giving you the thing, or they've got a weakened immune system and they're worried about catching something. I assume it's more of the latter. Mm. Um, does it work? Bother me if they're attractive? No. <laughs> I was on the bus this week and there was a guy who gets on the bus with me has been getting on the same bus for the last year and he clearly smokes way too much and was hacking and coughing away and as this has built up 
he gets on the bus still, coughing away, and the amount of people ready to throw him out every time Absolutely. the bus. Poor guy. And, and by the way, I'm sure that has probably already happened somewhere that people have been ejected from places and so on because of this. Now, the second one um, is the safe bet. I, I forgot oh. to say that if you're wearing it, you're 100 times less likely to end up with coronavirus. You're 78 times less likely to get coronavirus if you wear the safe bet mask respirator with no filter which retails at two pounds 76 or about three and a half dollars uh, basically imagine um, like a cyclist mask well i was going to say it's like a, a bra thing oh we're going to do more on bras later but it does look like what do you call it a filler for a bra Boop. padding a pad <laughs> filler for a bra Boop. <laughs> no the padding a, a bra pad bra cup yes that's the one a bra cup Long while since you've seen one, clearly. No, I didn't. It's not the cup. It's what you fill it to make it look like you've got a bigger boob. That's not called a bra cup. Uh, silicon. <laughs> Stop it. With the, with, this is going to be the longest, longest section we've ever done. Number three. Uh, the, your standard surgical mask that you see people wearing. It comes in green or blue. Totally enough. 80 pence. And it's, you're six times less likely to contract coronavirus wearing this. But these are the normal ones. Now we're going to shift on to some rather odd things that people have Yes, taken photographers to. around, especially around Wuhan in China, have been taking pictures of people walking around. One of the things that people have been wearing is sanitary towels as a mask. Okay. Which is still going to halve the risk of catching It'd coronavirus. It'd have to be like an re- extra large yes. sanitary towel, because the little ones wouldn't do that much. Not a tampon, by the way, but like <laughs> a towel. Don't, don't get them confused. Actually, that's a really good idea. If you put a tampon up each nostril and one in your mouth, and then close everything... You're not going to catch coronavirus. No, your nose might explode. Well, you die, but... Or, as you mentioned earlier, a bra cup. There was a picture of a guy in China who'd cut up a bra and taken one cup and put it round his head. Do we know what size? It looked like a 32A. Okay, I was going to go, one size fits all. Then we've seen... Now, I don't know if these are real or people taking the pee, but an orange peel. As long as you get the strings in, it's all right. Good Lord. Plastic bottles. You know when you get the water dispensers at work? Mm-hmm. Somebody had cut the bottom off and just stuck it over his head, like a bin. Like a waste... Well, you're supposed right. to walk around with a waste paper bin, but it's transparent. Okay. We have seen uh, somebody using a lettuce, as in the vegetable a lettuce, where they just cut a space for their nose and eyes. mouth and eyes, and it does absolutely nothing. But probably the least effective one that we've seen is a guy who had Norton antivirus... <laughs> A disc. A disc. And it's not effective because there's a hole in the middle. <laughs> oh, Lord, that's enough. Let's have an ad. No, we don't do ads. It's a drum roll. If you'd like to advertise on our programme, please advertise on our programme. We are in negotiations <laughs> no, for our first ever ad. Still, well, you're the slowest negotiator so far. Let's do a break. <laughs> Question number five. Which fast food chain was founded by Ray Kroc? Okay, I know it's not KFC because we talked about that one last, last time, I think. Yes. Nando's. No. I'll give you a clue. It started off selling hot dogs, but doesn't sell them anymore. Veggie place. Some vegetarian place. We've actually mentioned it already. On the McDonald's. Show. Correct. Ray Kroc founded McDonald's, which was a hot dog business and now sells, obviously, millions and millions of burgers. Right. And why we mention it? Because McDonald's has just come out with something new for its Big Mac fan club, I think it's called, or quarter pounder fan club. Which is? Scented candles in quarter pounder flavours. So what type of 
flavour. So it's like ketchup and yeah. it's a component there parts. Are, there are it? six candles. You can have a candle for a sesame seed bun, 100% fresh beef, onions, ketchup, pickles, and cheese. Or Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. It depends what she's been doing with that quarter pounder, but no. That was last time, wasn't it? Or two, two it programs ago, we talked about that. The, the scented candle market has certainly moved on from my day. Thank the Lord. Right. And but that's got, not our and finally, despite got, the fact it was funny. Is this your and finally? No, it almost made it, but not quite. It's the lovely story from Birmingham, England, of a man who promised his girlfriend, wife, wife, girlfriend, a spa weekend. That sounds lovely. It was. However, it was to spa supermarkets. He started taking on a guided tour around spa supermarkets. Needless to say, Sue, his 44-year-old girlfriend, was not impressed. Absolutely but we didn't not. run with that one either. And, and this was throughout Birmingham, which adds insult to injury. Forgive me if you're a brummy. <gasps> you're right. You're coming to a spa. The home of Aston Villa. Aston Villa, Birmingham City and spa supermarkets. Yes. Right. So our listeners in Birmingham waving We're, us goodbye. Yes, probably deleting, delete, delete, delete. <laughs> And finally, and I get to do, I think this is my first ever and finally. Yeah, don't mess it up. Okay, Jill Bennett is a reporter for a radio station in um, British Columbia, in, in Vancouver. Mm -hmm. And she reports the following, quote, this is her on Twitter. I was sent to a Costco to see if people are stocking up, even though health officials say it's not necessary, in case COVID-19 gets more serious here. This guy came out of the store with 16 boxes of condoms and a big jar of coconut oil. You're about to die in two weeks. What do you need? Condoms to stop your girlfriend getting pregnant. And the coconut oil? <laughs> she smells nice. Bye-bye. <laughs>